we're here with uh, me, Connor, and Pluria, and what's your name again? No, just kidding. Your son, Ra. <laughs> okay. What do you want to talk about today? So we're here, and uh, Kanye West has been causing more quote-unquote controversy around the world. I mean, this man, this man is a you know public figure, millions of followers online. He's got a clothing brand. You know, he's probably he's probably one of the most influential artists when it comes to you know rap and R and B and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, recently, I know a lot of you guys you guys don't know you you didn't see the whole thing, but essentially, Kanye wore a White Lives Matter shirt um, with Candace Owens at Fashion Week to like people he thought it was a joke he came out on an interview and said it was a joke yeah um and then you know obviously the response is everybody in the black community is like hating on him because it's basically a challenge to like the black lives matter thing it's like a direct challenge like oh white lives matter because essentially kanye is very conservative and he's a all lives matter kind of he's a very person. religious all lives matter type of guy yeah so like you know the white lives matter thing is uh just to just to people and it's especially because of you know the controversy surrounding black lives matter and the uh you know the the fraud the things they spent money on all kinds of stuff the people going to jail and so essentially you know he's kind of like look what you guys have done uh with you know our people um and actually candace owens is coming out with a documentary on black lives matter about like what they were spending money on and like they went through their tax records and all kinds of stuff um oh, there's tons of suspicious shit like the people who run the organization. Yeah, like I think one of the the owners, one of the organizations paid her husband like 900 grand for security services just for him. They bought Not a business, several million in homes. homes were, yeah. At first, like what started people to look into them is that they went to their place of business address and it was a completely different business and they're like that organization is not here. And then they, would, they had like multi-million dollar houses that they were like showing up to. And they're like, this is a private residence. But they had it as like, you know, this is the Black Lives Matter headquarters, you know. And um, anyway, back to Kanye. The point is, you know, Kanye's just f***ing with people. He's a troll. He's literally trolling people. His whole Instagram feed was like all these artists, you know, messaging him. Um, basically saying he's hurting the black community. And he was just posting all the screenshots of like the messages on his Instagram. I don't and think him wearing a shirt hurt the. If, you, if someone wearing a shirt hurts you, you need to grow up. I mean, he's obviously yeah. clearly it's he's just, a conservative. Clearly he's a Republican, yeah. and he's clearly f***ing with you. And it's like people are so mad because it's like, oh my God, you're hurting the black community. It's like, what hurt the community more, the Black Lives Matter organization or Kanye West? Like, that's all I gotta say. What's your take on this? I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> uh, it'd be, it'd be, my, my first reaction, whenever there's some sort of like conservative, illiberal trolling gesture, mm -hmm. um, is that because it doesn't really engage with the leftist argument or like the good parts of Black Lives Matter as a movement, um, he's well. You have to separate. Like he's we, not, we he's separate. Not, yeah, he's not talking about the movement. He's talking about the right, right. right. The yes, yes. Yeah. But he is. But in order to talk about the organization, he is undermining everything about the movement with but, white li but, the slogan "White Lives Matter." But the right? thing is, like you know, Black Lives not Matter really. undermined the organization by what they did with their money yeah. and the fact right. that like true, states, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he could, you know, he he, he has uh, many ways of articulating that, as does Candace and, Owens. But, but the thing is, you know, Candace Owens specifically goes for the organization um, it, that I've seen. I, I haven't seen anything where she's talking about the movement as a whole. Um, and Kanye West is directly challenging the organization. 
you know, I we've talked about this in the past. I mean, like we support the movement. I, I would but we debate don't support that the because I don't think the slogan "White Lives Matter" really addresses the inequities of the organization. That's addressing the slogan, the movement, right? I mean, well, it's and, it's the and especially I him mean, him wearing it as a yeah. statement, right? I think he's true, just being but a troll. I, I, I mean, he, he is. I'm he he well, is. Yeah. But so my my thesis is is that what that reveals to me, why it makes me a little mad, is not that there's something bad about the Black Lives Matter movement. It's that Connie's an idiot <laughs> and, and he is not addressing the arguments or the specific qualms he has with the movement and trying to separate the wheat from the chaff there because there is something valuable about, you know, like the civil rights movement in America, right? And the Definitely. In, I mean, he knows about that. Of and that's no, I, th I think it's a little unfair to call him an idiot on that point because he uh, the little bit of the interview I did saw, he talks about how his dad was a Black Panther and his dad was like, that's a funny joke. <laughs> you know, and it, overall, yeah. it's just like more he of, understands a lot about the civil rights movement. Yeah, America like I don't stuff. think Kanye has an issue with like the civil rights movement and like mm, where no. black people were and how far they've come and how far they still need to go. But he's directly challenging, you know, the the movement, I mean, the, the organization because of the shape that they're doing the shady that they've been doing the amount of people that have been arrested the fact that you have like brianna taylor's mother being like you'd raised all this money for my daughter but you don't even know who i am is like insane and then you see they I think yeah I mean, you know you're you are applying all of these excellent critiques of the organization but mm -hmm. not the movement um upon kanye's prompting with this slogan white lives matter mm -hmm. so he is successfully misdirected you from the promises of the organization and the greater movement all of those protests and the uh, you know political goals that it hoped to achieve well the reason i i categorize kanye with this is because he's friends with candace owens and she is a very she very very strictly criticizes the organization. She literally just had a documentary on him. She's done multiple news stories on the she organization. She criticizes a lot of stuff, though. She does. Much and, more broadly than the but organization. would it be right to say, since they are friends and since they were both wearing their shirts together and because of, you know, their friendship, that it would be safe to assume that he's also referring to the organization, not necessarily the movement. Because I don't, I don't think it, it's, it's safe to assume that, I guess. I mean, it's fine if, if that's how you take it, but obviously that's not the way that everyone's taking it and he doesn't really have control over his message there. Yeah. And especially because it's, it's a dog whistle, right? It, the white lives matter phrase is referring to two different uh, target audiences. The mm -hmm. one that is um, anti black lives matter organization, but pro black lives matter. And then the one that is anti black lives matter period. Mm -hmm. Right. So he's really strengthening the opposition there with his choice of messaging, even as he's trying to, critique the um uh the, the the base yeah right i mean overall i mean it's kanye he doesn't have like a mental disorder he's clearly he likes to troll people he likes to people it's just like one of those things like who cares you know at the end of the day he did it for attention he did it to make fun of people he knew that it would cause you know this but at the end of the day it's like is it really that deep? Like you shouldn't let a shirt get to you that much. Yeah. And honestly, this dude said he wanted he, he likes Trump. He's continuous continuously said he likes Trump. He's worn the MAGA hat. Mm -hmm. You know, he's championing the Republican Party. It's like, are you really surprised that he wore a shirt like no, this? Not, not no, not at all. Yeah, yeah I don't think he has sort of his broader interests in his to his own heart. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
held concretely in his head. I mean, but he he identifies as you know a conservative or a Republican. He's pro. Yeah. He's pro yeah, life. Yeah. You know he. I'm, he, I'm, he's a millionaire, so he, you know, he agrees with the tax side of the Republican Party. Um, he's an elite. Yeah. He's so. been accepted into the elite community, or so he thinks. Uh, this is a, a sociological pattern. It's been I, I don't think talked so, about. he kind of talks about how the bit of the interview I saw with him on Tucker Carlson, he talks about how like all of Hollywood and a lot of the fashion industry just does not like him. At all, so I don't know if he thinks he's been accepted into. He may have been. Oh, it's, it's Tucker Carlson who has been accepting him into the elite. He's been accepted into elite conservative media circles. And that's I guess. Yeah, that's who he's using a him as a uh, rhetorical tool. He's just a rich dude hanging out with another rich dude. It's nothing. Uh, I don't find it particularly crazy or that interesting, to be honest. Yeah, but overall, just you know. Why? Why is this such a big deal? It I'm just be. curious. Like, it's just there's no reason my, for it to be a big deal at all. Yeah. My my professor at USC who who uh, taught class in critical race theory, um, his focus was on the way that uh, um, historical monuments in cities uh, were systematically raised when they were in black communities, um, but then held up and preserved when they were in white communities. Uh, his addendum to that. Uh, was a controversial lecture in which he said that uh, Barack Obama was a white person um, and that he read as white to the elites in Washington and that was why they accepted him and held him up as a solution in order to uh, portray their own um, quote you know uh, image of for lack of a better word wokeness Mm -hmm. Um, but that was that was a lie in order to hide the fact that they were continuing to pursue neoliberal policies that were against the working class. Yeah. And it seems to me that in the vein of so many characters like Obama, Kanye is one of those people that the right is holding up as an example of their own uh, uh, ability to connect with the common person um, because Kanye has that real attraction that he can speak his mind um he is he came from where a lot of people came came from from, a lot of people came from yeah and and he represents that dream of riches too yeah and and success based on talent they're holding him up as an example of the american dream um while taking that dream with the same hand i guess that's just your critique because you you, you're anti-republican yeah (laughs) so i mean i mean I don't think, you know, again, as an independent, I think that both sides do things wrong. You know, I'm not going to disagree. The Republican Party does shady stuff. So does the Democratic Party. But, you know, I'm not going to label a whole organization as like, you know, racist and anti everything, you know, working class. And, well, you know. I think their fascination with him as a character belays their racism um, mm-hmm. because they're so focused on. Uh, making sure that they're perceived as not racist and inclusive. But the thing is, so many black people, yeah. black and brown people, have yeah. started to support the Republican Party. Because I don't think it's like an. They're like, look. I don't think they're doing the thing of filling a racial quota. I think that honestly, that probably happens. You know, more I, I'm, on the left. I'm dubious as to the success or need need uh, uh, of this strategy, mm. um, because the the thing that I hear from. Uh, uh, v- voters, especially minorities, that attracts them to the Republican Party is the uh, sense that the Republican Party is interested in free market capitalism and it has economic policies that are good for 
um, businesses, you know, business, and, et cetera. You know, yeah. yeah, I think that's what attracts you guys to it, right? Definitely. Yeah. I'm not attracted to any particular party. Fair. I kind of hate them all. I, I don't Fair. know. I think that uh, I've, I'm attracted to the Democratic and Republican Party on different issues. Yeah, right. I, and, and I think a lot of those voters who, uh, you know, one of the focuses of Democratic strategies right now is like why um, so many Hispanic voters, um, especially in Florida, the, the, the Cuban population. Oh, that's been a thing for forever. For, for for Trump um, and why they're sort of Same losing that supposition yeah, that they yeah. would get all of the immigrant vote right yeah um, and the minority vote uh, those voters are talking about economic issues when they're talking about voting for the Republican Party yeah um, because they tend to come from places that were like destroyed right by yeah. yeah and it's not like that. yeah so and when people yeah. on the left are touting the same thing they're like I'm and they've and they've had success that. within their communities in sort right. of capitalist enterprise right yeah. Um, so it, it doesn't seem to be motivated by racial concerns, even though they have those concerns with the Republican Party. Um, so that says to me that this is definitely about race for the Republican elites, um, because they don't have to focus on race. They can focus on economy uh, in particular. But for some reason, well, you're assuming deep their in their psychological, I, I am, yeah, okay. I, I am psychoanalyzing this them. This is your bias. And this is totally okay. spurious. You don't okay. have to listen to this at all. Uh, but uh, because they don't have to focus on race, it that that belays their inner uh, paranoia and, and qualms there that they think they have to, even though they don't. You know, what does that what does that say about them? Do you think? I don't I don't think so, because the thing is, there's so many people on the Republican side that are easily coming forward that are people of color that mm -hmm. like it just yeah. it's making it easy yeah. for them. They don't need to do what the Democratic Party is, which is don't vote. If you don't vote for me, you're not black. Yeah. You know, I, Joe I, Biden. I don't think like, it's trying I, like the if you care about like the black community, vote Democrat or if you care about, you know, inequality, whatever, vote Democrat. And then they do nothing for the people that they just said they you need to vote for us also i think it's they're probably i would i would like to assume and given the benefit of the doubt the reason why they would whenever they do focus on race it's probably more so due with the fact that a lot of them are called like racists and bigots and all that stuff and they're like well like i have this dude who like we have worked together and like helped this community and we both believe the same thing politically so how does that make me racist also the other thing is the, the amount of black and brown you know republicans that are you know in office and then you know they have the right to their own opinions and you know the, the concerns in their communities but like why is it that the left makes racial slurs to them for basically having their opinion like remember with tim scott where you know he came out and was like trying to have this like thing of unity and like about america and then uncle tim uncle tim you know was the response same thing uncle clarence you know with clarence thomas on the supreme court and there's all kinds of like racial slurs that yeah. are lo like, like the, directed the, at black and brown people on yeah, the right like, like during, just because they have those views during some of the most recent protests uh i think there were some at the roe v wade and for sure, there were some at like the Black Lives Matter protests of 2020. Like there were like black cops who were being called oh, yeah. like jigaboos and, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that, there's like people like yeah. white people on video who claim mm -hmm. to be like Democrats that were like saying that they had the right to you know say the n word and then calling out like black police officers like you're in you're like you're this you're that and it's like insane to me that it's like. There's racism on both sides, but the Democratic Party has this whole like view of like Republicans are racist, they're bad, they hate immigrants. I think the reason all why, this. I think the like, reason why people tend to find it more dislike, more annoying from the Democrat side because they're t when it comes to racial issues, they try to take the more the more the moral high road. 
And it's like, well, yeah. you're just as guilty of doing the same shit you're accusing them of. So why the fuck would I listen? Which is probably why a lot of people are like, why would I listen to you? And then they start going to like... Exactly. And you this. saw with the, with the Trump election, so many black men started voting for Trump. And it's just, again, how many times does the Democratic Party have to come out and say, you know, we're going to help you. We're going to help your community. And then they do nothing for them. You know, the new Supreme Court term is going to cover an affirmative action case with, uh, I think, Harvard uh, or Yale. It's one of the Ivy Leagues um, in which Asian American students allege that they were being discriminated against um, because of the uh, racial quotas that Harvard implemented to control the diversity of its incoming classes. Oh, yeah. It's right? crazy. Yeah. And so where, where are you on this affirmative action thing? Uh, no, because hold on. Before, before you already switch. switch. I think, yeah. I think, it's, I think it's really applicable. That was here. a red herring, sir. Please no, no, go back. No, I think, I, I think it's we'll really applicable. We'll cover that later. Because, go back to what we were talking about. Because there's an example of the Democratic Party um, and its goals in terms of racial equity, right? I don't mm -hmm. like racial equity. It's weird. Racial equality is better. Like uh, I mean, it, it's, you know, semantics, I, you know, we no, were equity about, and equality are very different things. Sure, sure. Yeah. But uh, I think, you know, we both mean different things when we're talking about equity and equality here, right? Um, so we, we can have that discussion later. But, you know, good stuff. Yeah. You know, so so your, your, your issue is that you want to see, you know, affirmative action to stay in schools, correct? That's your, your viewpoint? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it's a nuanced issue, and there are a lot of solutions, but that's the one that we have had, and it has mm -hmm. ostensibly worked for a while, I, I right? I think as long as it's equal in the sense of... Um, it's it's that thing of you do run run that problem where, you know, someone applies to a college, and, you know, they're at yeah. the top of the top of the top, and they don't get in um, because of their quotas, and I don't know, I, in my personal opinion, as long as it's equal, you have an equal amount of black, white, Asian, you know, Hispanic students, equal to what? like all equal in number in the sense of like what you're accepting. I think oh. if it's all equal, then it's like one of those things, you know, I understand. But then the other issue you run into is with affirmative action is you are basing it on someone's race and not their, you know, education. Yeah. And race based. That's a, it's a weird thing to, it gets rid of the merit system entirely. Exactly. And accepting people entirely based off of race is Just not. like the new Supreme Court. Well, it's important to right. note that we don't have a merit-based administration administ admission system, and we never have uh, because of the uh, uh, legacy admissions um, and the deference towards uh, like white elite culture, uh, especially in the Ivy Leagues, um, historically. Yeah, uh, and I, so the, I definitely the, think yeah. that this is one of those things that, you know, it's it's like a hard issue to push because it's like there are people that do deserve to be there, but because of the quotas, it's like you might get left out. You know, yeah, even if you like have that. a 4.0 or whatever, five, I think that's whatever. Dumb. I think you just the racial quotas entirely. Just no, have but a see, the thing is you have to understand that there will be those people no, that instead of will having, discriminate yeah, yeah, yeah. and they will only instead allow white people a, in Instead of having a racial quota, you should, uh, a racial or a uh, racial quota, it should be a more of an income quota. Because if black and brown community, like black and brown, either way are, you slice yeah, it, you're, you know, yeah. that's, that's definitely way you one way it, to look at you're it. You're discriminating. Right? Either um, way, you're discriminating in some way. Well, shape no, or and, and you should have an incentive to discriminate because they want a, a culturally diverse, diverse yes, and right. an economically so, diverse class because you know that uh, helps. Uh, oh, that's why. That's why I say right? uh, income income equity would be better than racial equity because of the. There are for sure people in the lower class of all races, but it tends to be black and brown as in America, at least, that 
those black like low income communities tend to be more black and brown, just flat out. Yeah. Yes, there are for sure poor white people out there. I'm not yeah. saying they don't. So I, I wanna I wanna bring this back full circle, full back. circle to mm-hmm. the to, to, to Kanye and and whatnot. You know, Kanye because he's had success and the illusion of agency and survivorship bias in his experience as, you know, a, a black person with success, um, is incentivized to go with the Republicans because the Republicans promised him, you know, if things were to go, uh, if he was to have that life again with Republican policies, he would have success because it's a high risk, high reward um, uh, economy. Um, but that's not necessarily true. He got there through luck. I think you're assuming. And, and privilege, right? You said luck? Yeah, he, he worked Luck does hard. not exist. He worked <laughs> Luck hard. does not exist. You, That's what that you have to understand. It's like consistency and yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm to talking to where he is work. musically is insane. Like it's like I mean, true, did you, true, did you watch lo- his documentary? True, but a lot of, like of a lot of people are musically talented, but not all of them have access to producers just through the proximus, uh, the the, the, the uh, uh, proximate location um, to producers and. But we're not going to uh, do this thing of like, oh, just because he was born this way or that yeah, way, no, or no, where no, he like was, you, he still like, grew up in a bad neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, he still grew up, you know, low income. Yeah, but he grew up without a father, as opposed to the other ninety nine percent of the people in his community, right? Yeah, he achieved that success but I think that's like because he did that through and, and then he like sure. deserved that right it's a lot more and about that is hard. that is a lesson that he applies retroactively to mm-hmm. his life that doesn't necessarily exist that's that's what survivorship bias is and i think he, for sure he got lucky in like getting out of no there's those. no such thing as luck. No, no like there's he could have not been able to get out of those communities like he could have been i mean but the thing is is he never the whole thing for me is like hard work uh, determination, everything will lead you to success. Yeah, I mean that dude literally broke his freaking jaw and still continued. No, yeah, True. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I it's that, very. It's, it's, I, I'm in the middle between you guys. I'm saying there are for sure instances in his life where it was luck, but I think a huge majority of it was hard work. There yeah. are probably instances where he, were, there is for sure instances in his life where he could have been in some real sticky, violent situations or potentially violent situations. Yeah, no, totally. He, he's he's definitely a, achieved a lot with what he's had. Right. Mm-hmm. Another. Um, Example, we're both Survivor fans. Uh, in mm. Survivor, there's like 16 to 18 people, and they all uh, have an idea that they're going to win. And it's as if they're all brought into a room, and then God or whoever comes in, the universe itself comes in, and has a deck of cards, and says, hey, everybody hold up a card on who you think is going to win the game. And everybody holds up a card with their own name on it, because they all believe in their own... Uh, story and success and then God randomly picks a card based on the entire universe in which they are also a part and then he just holds up a name and that person says that's me I won I deserve that card I deserve to win because I am special but they totally ignore all of the exigencies of the universe that put them into that position right I guess I mean it just sounds like you're trying to like lessen his success and say that like you know he only got there because of this or that and like you know the he, he got there precisely because of his drive and willpower right but his drive and willpower were given to him by the universe he did not 
reach out and take it because that's everybody more wants drive no, and that's willpower, way more right? You know, everybody that's can't take out, up. reach out yeah. and take the drive and willpower. You can't just have it, right? Some people don't have it, but and it's some also... People, some people have it, but then they are, up too. they are at the mercy of the universe in terms of health problems, you know, chemical imbalances in their brain, schizophrenia, family problems, other people just coming in and kicking over their game pieces. We don't have a lot of power in our lives. Power is largely an illusion. I don't think so. I think, you know, regardless, hard work, determination, you know, as long as you're, if you're doing something and, you know, it's not working, you need to make sure you change and, you know, right, grow yeah. and, you know, <clears throat> I just think it comes down to every person's situation. And I think everybody has the opportunity to get where they want to be as long as, you know, they put in the work, you know, it goes back to, you know, I think your youthful uh, uh, illusions have not been shattered yet by life. I don't know. I mean, I work a lot to to do what I want to do mm -hmm. and like get to where I want to be. And, you know, at the end of the day, like I'm willing to put in the hours to get there. You know? I don't think that's fair to all the people who are willing to put in the hours, but just don't have the bodies I'm, for it. I'm talking about from my personal you know, experience with my friends and my friend groups and everything. And most people just want one job that pays them a lot of money. And then they, you know, that's it. They have their nine to five and go home. And that's fine. Understandable. But when you have, you know, a kid. You have no degree. You don't have a trade. You don't have anything like going for you in life. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, you're gonna run into this problem of you know being low income and you know struggling, especially here in California. You know, like if you make decisions that will set you back in life, and then you realize that you've set yourself back and you don't want to do any extra work to get out of that, then I mean, like who's to blame? It's, it's not often about willpower. Aristotle, you know, the first big guy in philosophy, yeah. had this concept of eudaimonia, which is um, happiness where you don't feel that it's happiness. Um, you're not happy, but you're content. You're in a good. You're in a good mood. You're having a good time. You have the opportunity in life to um, become the best you can be. You can be a hero. You can be conscientious, confident, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You can have an art. You can have you know a business. You can have a family, etc. He also said that only a very small percentage of people will ever have the opportunity to do that. That 99% of people are basically slaves and it's not a, uh, a tragedy that they won't have that opportunity um, and we can't give them that opportunity. But that was I don't know, pure I ideology. That. That's I not think, necessarily that, true. That's what he said. I think, right? you know, at the end of the day, you know, it all comes down to like your willpower and like what you want to do. I mean, seriously, you can, with nowadays, you could put money into like, I, I, crypto well, I, stock. My, my and, point is that even, even he in ancient Greece recognized that, it's yes, extremely difficult given the there. circumstances of your life to get to eudaimonia. And so you don't think and most people now, won't especially be able to have in America, that. even America. if they have the willpower and all of the right stuff, you know, the universe will come in, step on them, they'll try to climb a mountain and fall off because some rock broke. But or that's part like of life, that. you know. Everything that's life, and I mean everybody right, who like went that's through life, it, right, everybody yeah. who went through it encountered some kind of struggle to get to mm -hmm. where they were. Yeah, they and to be. and many people. Uh, tried and they encountered struggle that was insurmountable despite their best efforts. I mean, it is what it is. Everybody's different. That's all I'll say is, you know, yeah. I don't want to discount someone's success just because. Well, I mean, to, to, to bring that back, uh, Kanye is uh, discounting the success of Black Lives Matter um, the by movement? the movement and not the organization mm -hmm. and, and, and discounting their abilities because he says, you know, uh, they are simply discounting white lives. What do you think the movement achieved then? 
I don't, I don't know that it achieved much. I think it achieved a national consciousness and awareness of the struggles of black people that is a part of an iterative process of reminding us that there is a struggle with minorities and with the lower classes in this country. I think it achieved that. Um, and it may yeah. even have bolstered political ambitions of like, you know, small county uh, uh, um political hopefuls right um across the board it may have like directed uh businesses towards uh catering to lower classes Inclusion more and equality right yeah. yeah yeah um but uh what it, what it definitely uh didn't do was help this problem of affirmative action where um institutions have to uh or are uh, morally obligated to try to rectify the inequities of society and i'm using the word inequities again very very carefully um because there's a difference between equality of opportunity and equality of um uh wealth and equity right um, so you don't you, you don't think you don't think that you know the black lives matter movement hindered the progress of you know uh, black and brown people in america i think that would be engaging with the opposition's read which in itself well i I certainly think so i mean if you have 80 million dollars that you could have like put into communities and actually you know i mean i mean obviously based on your critiques the organization has but the movement not necessarily did i say the the movement not the organization okay yeah Yeah. but i think i want to i want to be charitable to you in in reaching that yeah um, difference right um, I understand. Yeah, because mean. like broadly, the civil civil rights movement in America has uh, achieved a great deal in the last way more, you know, significantly 200 more. years, yeah. right? Yeah, there was a whole sexual revolution. You know, we now have broad access to contraceptives and abortion in both states. Um, that that was definitely part of that as well. Yeah, I mean, overall, Kanye, man, he's just he's just being Kanye. It's really not that crazy. Yeah, but. It is what it is. Stop caring about it. Stop, stop buying into his trolling. Um, but did you guys hear about um, you know the, the recent gas prices? So you wanted to talk about gas prices? Well, yeah. So my biggest thing with uh, gas prices now is the United States of America. Joe Biden killed the Keystone Pipeline, which would have supplied oil to the United States of America, and we're seeing now relying on foreigners for oil can screw us over you know the opec what did they they said they're going to cut a few million barrels a day now so gas prices are going to continue to rise and this is one of those things can canada screw us over too yes but are they they're just so friendly you know like they're not going to do it so the point is is should the keystone pipeline be brought back because we're seeing what happened with russia and europe and ukraine and all kinds of stuff and how opec is you know kind of favoring russia here and you know cutting supply which is putting a strain on everyone here and it's getting to like seven dollars a gallon here like i know it's different on every state but like in los angeles i've seen plenty of places where it's seven dollars a gallon and again do the ends justify the means like you know the pipeline i think the big controversy was it was being built on like native american lands um but it's also that thing of like, do you want lower gas prices? You know what I mean? It's uh, I'm kind of curious what you guys' thoughts are on uh, on this. Uh, the Keystone Pipeline um, it didn't necessarily have uh, gas uh, production tied to it. Um, mm-hmm. So in addition to building the pipeline, we also needed to invest in production to fill it. Um, 
but every dollar that we spend on new gas production is a dollar that we're not spending on either lowering our reliance on energy or um, investing in renewable energy resources. But we all know that we cannot make that switch immediately. Even if everybody tomorrow, if they banned all gas cars, like the infrastructure would immediately no, crumble. Yeah. We can't, right. right. We need to we need to do it slowly to... over time. But now we have a choice between um, having uh, new gas resources available five to 10 years from now or new renewable infrastructure available five to 10 years from now. And until that happens, we will just still be at the mercy of foreign oil. That's just the way it has been. And specifically since the shale wars in the early 2010s, uh, that's, that's been our problem. And you don't think that, you know, America should prioritize its people. And like, obviously this is hurting, not just every, like, not just everyone, but specifically low-income people. This is definitely hurting their pockets if you're, you know, spending an yes. extra. Yes, and this we've been hurtling towards this cliff ever since the 70s when OPEC first cut back uh, as a show of force. And suddenly car manufacturers started sizing down cars and conserving gasoline and making more efficient energy infrastructure. And then OPEC started turning on the taps again, and we... Uh, and so you invested in our own infrastructure and then cars got bigger and we started you know burning more oil over half of the emissions that have, we've been put we've put into the atmosphere um have been put there in the 21st in the 21st century um since we started our uh oil and gas infrastructure binge it sounds like you're kind of on my side though so you you don't think that america should stop relying heavily on foreign investment and you know go with canada and i know that's technically foreign investment but i mean it's you know closer. it creates jobs in canada yeah. it creates jobs in america i, I just i just don't necessarily I'm, I'm open to new gas investment because there is a large part of the economy that, that relies, relies on, on national yeah. gas yeah. and um uh fertilizer and our food sources rely on gas but and, and fossil fuels uh, especially diesel mm -hmm. um but uh i'm i'm highly uh skeptical that the we Keystone need to would solve start investing more right now especially in like offshore drilling the the biden administration has um leased a, a record low amount of federal lands to uh, drillers usually it was like four million a year and now it's like a couple hundred thousand and mm. the, the republican position is we need to those are working numbers we need to pump that up we need to invest more but like none of that investment is going to be useful in 10 to 15 years when further use of gas is will be uh, politically untenable because of the natural disasters that will be attributed to it constantly happening that's an assumption, first of all. I think you're assuming that in the future, in 15, 20 years, that we're all going to like die because of you know hurricanes well, and all die, but it's going to it's going to suck. You ever heard of um, uh, um, the wet bulb events? No. Uh, our, the human body um, can survive through high temperatures uh, up to like 113, 120 degrees as long as the humidity is very low. But if the humidity reaches like 90 to 100 percent, we will start dying at like 85 degrees, um, I think Fahrenheit, uh, because well, our- Celsius are definitely dead. Well, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, think fair, I think it's like 86, 88, somewhere around there, late 80s, um, early 90s, because our uh, sweat doesn't evaporate into the air. The air is already so dense with water. 
Mm -hmm. um, and so we lose the ability to cool our bodies and you die of heat stroke. Um, and there've been a few wet bulb events. Air conditioning. No, so <laughs> far in the, in, in, in the world, there was, there was one, um, in the, in, in death Valley. And there was one in like Afghanistan or Pakistan, but those events will start to happen more and more. And the projections now involve those events happening even in the, the Southern United States. Um, and all around the equator. And those events are going to be days uh, where nobody can go outside. No one can work or go to the office. They have to rely on their air conditioner and the energy I expenditures. I think that's an exaggeration. That that, no, that I don't, means. because you have air conditioning no, in your there's car. there's nothing wrong with that. In your the office. problem is we don't know exactly how much we attribute into global warming. Well, like, it, we know we yeah. have an effect on it, but we don't know the exact amount and how much of it is us compared to just like the world going through a natural The ice thing. age did happen, if you do remember. Uh-huh. There's ice age, there's many ice ages, whatever. There's been well, yeah. global warming, well, there's been global cooling, it, it, it's it a natural thing. won't be thing. able to necessarily, well, you won't be able to work outside, but you won't be able to work in the office because there will be a uh, an efficiency uh, rule where we don't want to cool two buildings when we can just cool one. Yeah, I will definitely say that home. this is something we'll come back to because, you know, that is more like that's more of a, another more topic. of an assumption. That's an example of, of one of the extreme weather events that are really dangerous. Um, yeah, additionally, like long term heat waves happen. will continue to be exacerbated and those will continue to uh, cause it'll all be fine. We'll be OK. Crop failures. We'll be OK. Um, we'll be okay. Much of we'll be on Texas, Mars. Uh, we'll be on Mars, none we'll of, on the moon, we'll none, of the, none of the none of the the croplands in the southern U.S. will be viable for any of the crops that we we grow there now, and all of that uh, band of corn and soy will move up into like Montana and Minnesota. Wait, wait, wait. Question, qu yeah. wait, question. What attributes to what particularly makes that humidity uh, an issue? Like what causes it, especially um, in those like inland areas? Uh, I mean, I'm not a meteorologist, um, but generally speaking, um, the uh, temperature increases mm -hmm. um, and then the uh, water evaporates but sits in the air and then doesn't fall. Um, right. And that's the issue. Like right now in like... So that leads to more... In, in the south... In the southeast, uh -huh. they they reach ninety two hundred percent humidity, but in the evenings and in the mornings, um, and in the day, that's the hot part of the day. But it's hot and relatively dry. Um, but in the future, the humidity will start to go down less and less during the middle of the day, and then eventually it'll stop going down. It'll just be a constant or almost constant with like instead of like I think we'll figure down. out a way to fix um, all these issues do you think, by then man um, one would hope but yeah. that will not involve more investment in fossil fuels so wouldn't that lead to hold on wait wait so wouldn't that lead to more things such as like uh, terrestrial like uh, hurricanes and stuff like that and bigger storms I'm I mean I'm supposing so that you know one of the uh, suppositions is that um, there may be the same amount of storms but the storms will be uh, have an increase in intensity mm -hmm. um, and uh, maybe an increase in um, frequency. Uh, one thing we know for sure that we've already experienced uh, is that um, tropical storms in the Pacific will start to grow more powerful and turn into small cyclones. And we've already experienced some huge rain events in California over the last two years, um, as well as new heat waves um, that weren't necessarily going to happen before we started 
you know yeah but there's there's already programs that are currently like working on taking you know co2 out of the air and all kinds of stuff and so you're talking about carbon capture yeah there's all kinds of stuff that we were we're going to do most of the carbon captured um is from emissions uh like smokestacks they take the carbon out of the air that's being uh emitted so you haven't and and then they use the carbon to then uh inject it into the ground for fracking so a lot of the carbon no 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 no, 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 that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about like the the research organizations for uh climate change are you talking about that factory in iceland that's taking a fraction of the air it's cleaning it yeah and there's there's a new one in the u.s as well i can't remember i think Um, that we're going to see a lot of those that you know there there are some people that are very hopeful um about that but it in it's it's a huge amount of energy and and research in order to make that like economically viable and then you have this weird problem where if you build a solid uh, factory somewhere um you need to move the carbon to it um or else you just have you know a clean area but if you like let's say hypothetically you build it near major cities where there the, is a the lot more of efficient way to do it would be to um uh, build uh, or plant redwood forests or actually invest in I was about um, to say, carbon yeah. sequestration in uh, plants and and, and uh, organics you said just build forests basically yeah, yeah i mean that's the word for it right we, we've talked about this before i mean we should be investing in like kelp farms and all kinds mm-hmm. of yeah. stuff mm-hmm. because yeah. those, those yeah, definitely get more co2 than trees and stuff but back but, to the topic um do, do you, you yeah do you this do, is a and look we should the can't biden canceling the keystone pipeline i think it was the same day russia invaded ukraine was a no it, w- it wasn't the same day it was the exact same day when i read that article no way. I'm more po- it was like a few hours before it was officially announced russia had invaded I ukraine don't believe it. i mean it's the the ukraine uh, war is definitely tied up in this issue of climate change right um yeah it's all about and, a huge portion of that is putin being uh driven by ideals and ideologically driven of wanting to restore russia june 2021 no when i, I read an article about biden can't was officially signing it uh, your personal history like is different because CNBC. of the way that you uh no i digested very, the information. very specifically remember reading the article if i can pull it up i will show you overall i think that this is a one of these situations where people should allow the pipeline to continue for short-term game as in uh, well it's it's not going to be short term it's going to be it's it, it's not going to we're not going to feel the presence um of that gain until a few years from now uh and then we're going to feel the costs a little bit after that so so it's all gas right. prices yeah, it's, to $10. it's very it's very hard you know a lot of the hard decisions we've had to make over the past three years um oh, was it keystone uh shutting down schools um, for COVID and shutting down the economy and then now um, increasing interest rates um, have uh, terrible effects. But, you know, the idea is that they're the lesser of two evils and the same will be true of decarbonization over the next 30 I years. I don't know. It will Putting have a... terrible effects, but... Oh, the... it'll, my exactly. Was, it'll but have terrible effects. I was conflating Biden... Um, uh, the new fucking, oil leases. The, yeah, I was conflating that in the oil leases. He t- signed that the same day. It, we we will. Ukraine, my bad. We we are now at this this uh, crossroads where we can allow the developing world to continue to develop at high speeds, or we can put put the brakes on India's and Africa's development, and we can put the brakes on on South America's no development. Way. Realistically, there's no way we can do that in order to keep them from investing in fossil fuels, and then. 
try to okay, give uh, them no, renewable I get what you're saying, but how, how are we going to stop them from... How are we, we don't have like any authority to actually stop them from. Oh, uh, this is America. I we mean, I'm I'm talking about the uh, like the world's lenders here that are financing okay, those, those things. Yeah, but see, the thing is that the thing that I hate about that is that these countries like need significant infrastructure projects mm-hmm. and all yeah, kinds of stuff. Definitely. And to basically like force upon yeah. solar and wind and like green energy when they don't even have like some of the things that we have, especially in these third world countries, it's like. Should we hinder them from, you know, ex- like making their society better and improving their society just to be like, ah, fossil fuels? Because while well, yes, we're, we're going to have to, but basically, wh- is the, the implication. The, the global- oppression of black people continues. No. <laughs> right? No, that's, if that's, what we're, that's what we're talking about here. Right? The, I mean, the, 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 the colonialization of the global south by the global north will continue um, as long as we're in the process of decarbonizing. Honestly, even with even if those like the, a lot of that stuff that funds that stuff is from here, even if they do try to not do it, I think a lot of those people are just going to be like and force their they will go about it the hard way and just start Right, and it the on Bolsonaro their own. government yeah. has been uh really uh promoting the burning of the rainforest, which will have disastrous effects. I don't know why right? they're trying to do that. Why? Well, they can they can use it as farmland, and yep. they can use the the wood and the resources that they it's get. It's a lot from more it. useful to them in the short term. Wood and stuff, and clearing it out to build new. Yeah, houses and 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 and, and, and that actual use is dubious too, because that's not necessarily good farmland. But it's they certainly yeah. yeah, and they and they're in the position where they need to risk it to get the biscuit right. Yeah, um, and and we're going to Bro, need look, to address that. It's fine. We're going to Mars, okay? We're gonna go somewhere else. And we will have these problems, and Earth will die, and we'll be gone. And then, yeah, it's all good. Okay. Earth wouldn't even die from global warming. It would just take millions of years for it to recover. And it would kill it would millions kill. of people. It would kill human population, the, but the, the, the last <laughs> as a large system would be fine. The yeah, last few okay. equivalent um, uh, environmental catastrophes on Earth, um, most of them were caused by... Uh, greenhouse gases uh, like methane bubbles released from Siberia that caused a cascade Which are ex- and, that killed right 90% of life on earth. Yeah. And when we talk about that number, we're also talking about human life in this era. No, right? yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's why like it's a it's a really big issue now the the problem in Siberia because of all the thawing that's occurring is these Dude. massive methane gaps mm-hmm. are popping mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And they're like accelerating what's going on now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we're going to die, but think, you know, it won't I be in my lifetime. Hopefully. Personally, I think we should, uh, um, I think you'll like this one actually. It'll be about when you retire. All the money that maybe. we have been putting into homelessness should just go straight into new energy sources. How do you, how do you feel about that? The six, six billion dollars a year. Let's do it, man. I mean, Hey, if they're not going to solve any problems, why don't we put the money to, you know, something else? I don't think it's going to happen though. I think, I like you nice know, nice cars and bling. Yeah, why not? Buy hey socialism. Let's buy everybody Lamborghinis and Ferraris and everything. Get rid of the whole point of having one. Yeah, but socialism, okay? <laughs> Communism. That's gonna be a real sh- Lamborghini too. It's gonna be Don't way matter. cheaper. Communism. Made. I'm just I'm just playing on his uh yeah. his socialist views mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, this is like one of those things that uh, you know, only time will tell how bad it's gonna get. And you know, America and the rest of the world. 
will make a substantial effort when it becomes an issue. We've talked about this before that, you know, we don't own- problem solve, we problem manage until it becomes a threat in our immediate faces, even though it kind of already is. Exactly. So the world is just like, we're doing these things now. We're well, I would like to this. note that there are a few people suggesting things like green new deals and massive infrastructure oh, investments. Yeah, yeah. People. Uh-huh. No, yeah. there's the, 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 the yeah. solutions, solutions and plans have been preferred and then been, uh, uh, denied. By we should do. We, I don't know. Everything. I, I mean, maybe yeah. if if you're taking money from everybody and you're literally like on business and uh, you know personal income, yeah, nobody wants that. You're gonna stunt the growth of you know all different areas just to just for America alone to do something. What Mexico's? What's Mexico doing with climate change? What's Venezuela doing with climate change? What about Panama and all this the South American countries and Brazil? Like, what are they? I really, doing? I really don't 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 get that because for one, like infrastructure investment should help business not hurt it and climate the, change the point i'm making is, policy is should everybody, help business every, and not hurt every it. country has to you know invest in climate change for it to actively be effective. right and, and we should we should lead that charge in order to set a good example and show that we're serious about set it. a good example they don't give a set a good example, a good example. they're, they're no saying the same thing. thing about us right now they're they're not going to care about setting a good example if they're like hey we need to but that, like you said, it, if they're over here, like matter. we need to burn our yeah. rainforests so that way we can, you know, uh, have housing, farmland, jobs. They're gonna do it, right? If if Africa, if all the African well, that's, countries, that's not want so to, true because there is um, a polarizing uh, political force in Brazil that is against burning the rainforest. Right? There are leftists there too um, that are for. Uh, climate change positive policies yeah yeah i get that but we, we need to we need to empower them by yes but so like, we yeah. can't need to take over more countries is what you're saying no we can't <laughs> do any of that until we for sure have something that's viable so setting right. a good example yes. doesn't do anything well that that would be setting getting a good the example viable now, thing going right yeah, yeah. setting a good example now and just f-ing over all oil production and gas doesn't do anything because we don't have the infrastructure like we don't we have, have the, the ability yeah we don't have the ability to do all that stuff let's Let's get it. That's, That's the what I'm saying. I said, wait, wait, deal, right? I said we, we should talk about this before. We do not have the the resources to build as many electric cars as we want, the batteries that we want, all kinds of stuff like that. You said yeah, it but yourself. I'm not talking specifically about electric vehicles. I mean, that's another issue, and I have my like policy quibbles about that, right? Yeah. But the Green New Deal is probably about energy socialism. infrastructure, socialism, and socialism. socialism. Yeah, socialism. And, yeah, I think if you got rid of the socialism part, people over, would be okay with exactly. Uh huh. But it's capitalism that has put us into the situation. No, nah, more it? like greed. I don't know. <laughs> is there a difference? Yes. Yes, there's a big difference. You can still be, yeah. you can be Elon Musk. I mean, he's pretty greedy. How's he greedy? Have you he seen lives his... In a, he lives in a, you know, affordable, boxable he's home. He's the richest person on earth. He didn't have to choose to be the richest person on earth, but that he definitely shows that. He you arranged his this compensation packages. You need him to get his working hard and making money doesn't necessarily make him greedy. You need to get this out of your mind of like that that these people that are at the top of society are just bad people that dude no, no i don't think they're just probably, bad people but i think you know, i don't think that that man is greedy con- continued at all. i don't think that man is greedy at if all he was think, he wouldn't like, be wasting his time with or he wouldn't be spending so i think almost all of his time with spacex and trying to get people to mars and on top like of that he, of the the human race. tesla specifically is like focusing on renewable energy yeah. tesla like you know has uh, solar now, like Tesla Solar, they have the the battery projects with the, the they the they are, but right. they're again EV vehicles are uh, compared to even uh, the most efficient gas cars 
are still uh, carbon neutral or negative. Um, they're not actually but good the, for the environment. The point I'm making is that I get you're trying to go back and like say, well, this and that. And th but the point is, is that Elon Musk has shown time and time again that he is not a greedy person. You know, when he was younger, did he want to have like a few I, nice cars and a few nice you things? You know, yeah. I, I think his no, accumulation no, 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 no. of capital is the no, biggest no, no. argument he against He literally his... sold pretty much everything he's he in, in concerns of luxury. And he lives in a boxable home, which is, you know, he's trying to champion, you know, affordable housing. Um, he created a company specifically to address the climate crisis. I mean, he doesn't take exorbitant, exorbitant, I can't exorbitant. Yeah. That seems to be self-aggrandizing measures um, and uh, description of the way he lives, no, but not his greed or generosity. How is, bro, That's how is what, he? We have this man literally said stock. he will it, sell his stock. We have different. To we have different definitions of greed. One hundred percent, right now. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's what that is. What is your definition of greed? Accumulating capital. Yeah, you're at no, the expense of other people. How is it that's at the not, expense? Yeah, no. How All is it? The, every dollar that he has is a dollar that someone else does not have, right? But Bro, he doesn't you need to get out not, of here with this socialist that's stuff. Not, it's not his responsibility to give money out to It's all of our responsibilities no, to make not. sure that we live in an equitable society. No, it is equal. not. Equitable is different. Equitable it is. It is. But equal like equitable. is impossible, right? Because we have these physical uh, environmental sure, exigencies like, that keep us from being truly equal. So you don't think our society is equitable? N uh, no, not at all. Hmm. I think it's more than enough equitable. There's plenty of things that are done, that are done that I think are fair. <sighs> I, I think it just I think comes down to your social views. Yeah, everyone wants a wants a balance between equal and equitable. I'm more for at the equal. at the end of the day, you're gonna always look at you know people like him who want to do good and are doing good and are trying to <clears> solve <throat> problems and create you know better futures for everybody. I don't doubt that he at, thinks that he's solving problems and that he is trying to do good, but he he isn't necessarily and. It doesn't even matter if he does do good as an individual. He is not doing good by so he the should, public interest. So what? So he, what you're he saying? Has, is, no, he no, has no, no. no public in, um, he, he has he has no public input into what he is doing. There is no public input into he has, he has no, 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 no. as the whole solution. Thing he has that, no responsibility for that though. That's not his job. Just, Which I is just, the problem. I just find it so uh, weird to me that you think that this man who basically by building what he has built has his net worth because of that he's not taking insane amounts of income he, he no, could no, no, have no, had no. a different no, compensation no, no. package and still just built wait. that same just empire. wait just wait on top of that this man you're basically saying that he should sell all his stock just so other people can have his money instead of him using his stock to continue to create more I, I and more programs. He, I think he has he a huge amount in. of financial power that he maintains sole control over. He and is he greedy should. for power. No, but he's not. I mean, he's accumulated all of this he, through he, a... Dude, I just, again... Like, I, it's, that's it's that insane. Thing. I think if he was if greedy he for power, continue, he would run for office. If he, if he wants to he continue need building... To. No, no, no. Hold running on. for office would way, be way better for him than anything he's doing now. You have to understand. He would be able to get way more power. Hold on. Look at it like this. This man, if he didn't have like his billion dollar, multi-billion dollar, you know, price tag to his name, he would not have the facilities to go out and create new companies, invest in new companies and invest in all different kinds of things to make society better. And so I just feel sure. like it's kind of like just, a slap just, in the face just to be like, well, everybody should have his money. And, you know, it's not fair that he's holding all this money. It's like first everybody of all, should have control or some no. in 
some input into no. the expenditure of that capital because no. that capital bull was was no. accumulated on the backs of workers. No, because no. not every employee there cares about the capital or the company. They're kind and of, not a to lot, mention lot of he took the risk. To make me He's the one who took the risk on yeah. all of his companies. If you he didn't take very much risk at all, he you, offloaded his, that mean, risk to his workers who were leveraging their livelihoods on the success of his company. He could just walk out with his inheritance at any time and chill in an Italian villa. He invested a lot of money in his companies he true he could yeah. have lost a lot if and you not don't think he was hedged companies. against that excuse me you don't think he was hedged against that what do you mean he don't you don't think he accounted for that risk in his investments and leveraged the uh elite banking community's ability man. to hedge uh against financial risk by bailing out uh lenders and not the public look i will I say mean, he might have i don't know i will say this i think that your view is just based on this socialist view and you have a I won't say you have, how do I say this in a charitable way? Go um, for it. I think Hit that me. you just, because of your socialist views, you have this this view that everybody who makes money deserves to give their money to others just so they can have a better life. When at the end of the day, the person starting a business takes the risk, right? The employees are there and they can find another job, right? At the end of the day, they're not going to come into the business and say, you know what? You don't have to pay me. I'll work for you if you give me a percentage of the company. They're not doing that. They're coming in and saying, give me money so I can you know, support well, my lifestyle. They very and much if the business have been doing fails, that in the forms of union negotiations. And if the business fails, I will go find another job. That's how it is. These people aren't going to these businesses like, hey, like I want 1% of your company or a percentage of your company, you know, in exchange, you know, I'll do, I'll work for less money or whatever. And then they would see a, a greater gain if that company succeeded. They're not doing that. They're not taking any risk. Just applying to a job and getting a job, I mean, the, even you, when people, the only thing you, you risk is losing your job, which you can go find another one. Yeah, and even when companies do do that, people don't tend to give a because like Amazon does that, and most of their employees choose to make choose to either wave off the the stocks and just make more money. Exactly. You have an not, emphasis yeah. on this idea of like choosing to work someplace as opposed to choosing to work another place, but the very act of like needing to have a job is a form of coercion that the management class. Um, Hoists upon the worker. See, this is this is what it's I'm just, saying. It's just you're you're getting into this like this socialist thing, and it's just like at the it's end more of the day, philosophical. Dude, like you have to have a job, right, in order to live, and that is you don't. Or, you actually you don't. You can you really live don't. out in the woods. If yeah, you want go to. Yeah. go find somewhere in the middle of nowhere. You, you know, live you can't off the live, land. You can't live in the woods without stealing because there's not enough natural resources. You can work in the hard, learn the skills you need to to live. The, in the Vikings woods. did it. You need to have live in investment. Woods. In, in order to do that, you need to have capital reserves in order to anything. spend time without working. I don't know. There's this show skills. Survivor where, you know, they make shelters and they do all yeah. kinds of stuff. And, you know, they make it work for them. They go fishing. You know, it makes sense. Now, in all seriousness, though, I just think that your socialist views just have this view that everybody would have a better life if everybody just had access to all the things that they like. It's, it's just I don't believe in that full blown socialism. I don't think that your view of like taking money from the rich just to, you know, what, like what would change? You, you take Elon Musk's billions of dollars and then you're going to waste it on a bunch of people instead waste of allowing. Yeah, you would waste it. You're just assuming that it oh, would be wasted. This cover, the government in general just wastes money all the time. And it's been Elon true. Musk wastes a bunch of money. How's he? Because he's in. How is yeah, it? but that he wastes. If he does waste money, he's wasting his money he made, as opposed to the government wasting all of our money that we pay taxes. See how it's, it's just. Oh, he just wastes money. He just wastes money. Government just wastes money. It's you know, it's too easy. No, I just think you know this is just very different. We have we have differences on you know 
how the world should be. And my question to you is, why don't you live in a socialist nation then? Or a semi-socialist nation? I'm trying. You're trying. Yeah. Where are you, are you trying, trying to move to? to? Jinx. I'm trying to turn this nation into no. a more socialist nation. No. We already live in a very controlled economy. We, The government controls the food supply. It controls vast amounts of regulations and city zoning laws. Like so It's an you, illusion your, that we in live your, in a capitalist in your society. ideal society. Oh, you lived in a very mixed society. It's an oligarchy, yeah. right? In, in your ideal world, there's what? In, in my ideal world, there's yeah, what? There's what? Everybody is all slaves together. Elon Musk has like $150 billion, you know, and, and he has uh, sole control over how that capital is allocated. Um, but uh, in an ideal world, um, that... Your ideal world. That capital is allocated by um, public input and a majoritarian consensus that legitimizes the allocation of that capital um, and prevents any one person from abusing the system like you so often like so to then note. What's the incentive to do good in society if you know that the government's going to take most of your money? If You, you don't have to have uh, a lot of money if the government is taking care of your needs and your fellow you're, community you're, members you're, you're are taking not, care of your needs and you're a part the of the issue. community. Every socialist nation, literally even today with societies that are predominantly socialists, have like little to no you know, economic gains in the sense of, you know, investment into I mentioned the shale wars and earlier and um, that was happening when the U.S. shale industry and fracking industry was uh, ascendant and it was driving down the costs of gasoline and it was hurting the OPEC's uh, pocketbooks. And so OPEC cut production um, or no, sorry, OPEC uh, flooded the market and undercut the shale producers and the um, American uh, fracking and shale industry contracted and over here we have venezuela a small tiny little quote-unquote socialist country whose um, entire economy is based on their oil exports so through no uh, strategy or uh, uh, move of their own uh, when opec crashed the market they found themselves without an economy it was not their socialist government although their socialist government is terrible, that specifically led to their collapse. So it was their exposure say, to international economics. The, you're going to give, I've heard this stupid, 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 stupid argument before that all socialist countries can't function the way they want to because of capitalism and outside interests, which is why. It's, it's, it's really silly to use in when you're talking about... Um, uh, descriptions of government uh, and social systems to use these like binary terms between socialism and, and, and communism and and the example that it returns to is oh you know Russia or the Soviet Union was 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 communist and therefore communist communism look is Cuba, evil. Look at Venezuela. What's the one that's uh, that's, that's it's, right next to Costa even Rica? even with even with Cuba and with North Korea et cetera et cetera. It's it's not China. a full articulation of what is going on there. China's different. They allow free market. Yeah, that's true. But the point but I'm still, making even, is even even with China, you know that that social, all of these were are were, were describing authoritarian really one party good. systems that didn't have um, well, broad social. You're really that's good at red herrings because the whole point I was trying to make was that overall, all of these societies that you're talking about and you know like the these socialist nations, like what have they actually done for the collective good of the world? 
What have they excelled in? What new technologies have they made? Well, what if they're authoritarian one-party governments that don't have uh, okay, what about that's going to be what about Europe? What about that's Europe? going to be the what end result your, of them, though, regardless. No, but that's the point: is you, you by doing what you are doing, you are you are lessening the demand to do good in society and excel and create new things because there's no benefit. I there's think it's a really broad no capitalist ideological uh, argument that or, doesn't really. Uh, interact with it really does the, hold the nuanced up, it does uh, hold up because at the end of the day you know why if if in a society where you know everybody's taken care of everything you know i don't need to work essentially or i can work and you know i'm going to make the same as him or you know i'm going to be in the same class like why would i try to you know create a company and do something good with the world when at the end of the day i know like there's no real benefit to me doing that other than just helping why society would I be why, isn't, society? why would i be benefit? a doctor if i know i'm going to get the same pay as a janitor why isn't there benefit to because uh, people are inherently why would you like seriously right now, why would i put in the work to make extra money in like right now in a capitalist society you put in the work make extra money you can invest that money to do more with your money create other companies do whatever you want to do right if you want to invest in space if you want to invest in healthcare, all kinds of things why would i have that incentive have, if, have you guys have you guys read marx no one a of, little bit in political philosophy one of one of one of marx's central thesis was the idea that uh uh, there is a natural human state of affairs and the modern world, specifically capitalism, has alienated us from that, that we need things in life. We need uh, community. We need uh, self-actualization. We need to see the fruits of our labors before us. Uh, we need to eat and have, you know, physical enjoyment. Um, there were like five Bro, or six elements of that. The point I'm but making none of is that necessarily involves accumulation of capital, right? But the, the point is, is when you accumulate capital, you can use that capital to do other things. In this system. In, in the current capitalist system. But if you didn't need to accumulate capital, if you already had it, you would be able to achieve but the point what that fulfills you, you. You still don't understand is that socialism and communism does not work because at the end of the day, you still have the same structure. There's still going to be rich people. There's still going to be a middle class and still, still going to be a lower well, class. Well, then it wouldn't be communism or socialism as described. Look at how it's been shown numerous times across the world. It really hasn't, though. No. Yeah, because it's not ideal. The, the point, the, 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 no, 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 the, the, big, the, wait, 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 the biggest factor that you take in, that you don't take into account is the reason that your ideal society will never work is because of human and humans and human nature. There will always always be people that want to take advantage. There will always be people that are greedy. There is always going to be people that will not do the right thing. And because of that, so socialism will never work as a society. It'll just never work. It can work. Social, communism and socialism can work. But Microcosms. They have, be, they have to be very small. Because the moment you start getting too big of numbers, then people start disagreeing and you have to vote on, okay, how are we going to handle this? Then basically you're gonna to have to vote on a way things are decided there's and a great in order for that to happen it's gonna end up being channeled into one person well guess what now that one person gets to decide everything the moment it becomes too big you guys will all have to vote on some sort of representative to do things and once that representative is voted in they can do what that, that they can do whatever they want and they take advantage of the economy they have all, all the time. that's not really de describing a, a legislature which is no what i'm the ideal it, it, no i'm be. saying it, it it's it's regardless. That's Socialism one, one cannot of the, that's work like a fundamental because of humans. There are too many. There's too many people that will be greedy. There are too many people that will try to you know, help that, their friends. Or that is pure ideology. This idea of human nature is, is greedy. There's a great book called Predictably it's Irrational. It's self-interest. It's self-interest. Everyone self is more concerned with their self-interest because of potato. Uh, potato to potato. No, no, no. It's not tomato. potato. No, no. Potato. Because greed at the end of the day, is, hold on, hold on. Greed and self-interest are not the same thing. We are biologically driven to be okay, self-interested. Okay. Like that's been the thing since we were sure. monkeys. Yeah. It's in our best self-interest to not get eaten by the.
fucking but tiger. But it's also in your self-interest to achieve that um, Nash equilibrium where so, everybody's happy. So why doesn't Europe... Yeah, in a why, small community, why is it that, what happens when you have a community... Let me... Before this... What happens when you live in a society of a million people? You're not going to give a f- about people wait, in the next wait, wait. that much. Why? I mean, he, I do. Wait, 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 wait. Relative wait. to the people you live with and your neighbors, you are not going to care about I need a button. people in I like need a button. the next three Tap counties out. over as I, much. I wanna, Tap out. No, yeah. no, no. Before you say that, why hasn't any European nations made great strives in technological advances and all kinds of stuff like that? Or the EU. What, what, yeah. what does like that have to do with anything? Yeah. Because... In a they, lot they of these totally European, have. in the year, a lot of these European nations, you know, like the ones that are trying, like there's a few that are like, you know, a little bit more socialist than the others, but specifically in those those countries, not I won't categorize Europe as a whole, like what technical, what have they contributed to the world society when it comes to robotics, AI, technology, um, innovation, healthcare, like what have they contributed? I don't. I don't know what what you're asking. I mean, the point they, I'm making is that we, we you look have at America, all contributed. You look at America, and America is like the driving leader in a lot of uh, technological changes, advances, healthcare. A lot of things in this world uh-huh. are from America, a uh-huh. capitalist society. The point I'm making is that overall, if you live in a society where you know there's really no incentive to do good or do better or to improve, then again, I I, it's, I, I, it's I disagree that that's the easiest way of describing America as just simple capitalism. Like it's it's a safe economic area in which you can make investment largely because the government provides a lot of basic resources for people, and that's true in Europe too. You also you know ignore a lot of the the things that Europe does countries wow. in Europe do for their populace and the technological advances that they have made that you're just simply not yeah, really aware be, of because be you're inundated of, in the yeah. American cultural mystique, right? I want to go back to, there's a there's a book called Predictably Rational. Um, it's by a researcher, I think at the University of Chicago. Um, and he likes to do these funny sociological experiments. Um, and his famous one, uh, when he was interested in Enron, um, he was interested in why a broad swath of employees all the way down to the lower rungs of the ladder cheated and um, ins- why Enron set up internal incentives um, to cheat and get greedy. So he set up a test where he had a, a class of adults take a math test. And in the control group, there were like 20 or so questions and everybody got 10 or so right. And then they were paid for the amount that they got right. But then in the experimental group, he didn't actually look at um, the math tests. He asked everybody to self-report what they got on the math test. And suddenly, the average that people got right increased. Now, it didn't increase all the way to 20. Only like one or two people actually hit 20 and got paid the full amount. Most people... Sounds like self-interest to me. It, it is. It yeah. is. Some some people just threw in a couple more questions, and they only cheated a little bit. So the idea is not to simply say that, oh, people will just naturally be uh, community-oriented, um, and they will um, sacrifice themselves for others. No, we, no, nobody's thinking that that will be the case. They're thinking that we need systems that uh, allow for the people that are community oriented to thrive where they only put a few questions in um, to get that extra buck, but then neuter the people who want to put all 20 questions in and they try to um, misuse the system to whatever extent they can possibly get. They try to cheat as much as possible to the detriment of everybody else. 
Well, those are the people that we need to uh, rein in in society, right? Yeah, well, unless it's you, in which case you don't want that reining in. No, I, I just think that, you know, with full-blown socialism, especially like when we're getting back to where this all started with the Green New Deal and everything, is you lower the incentive for someone to want to, you know, get to the top and get to where they want to be to create more and do You know, more. a lot of people don't have that incentive, for one, and also that's not necessarily inhibited there are other ways of like getting to the top besides uh accumulation of capital you i don't know i know for capital, sure if it was me instance. if there was no real incentive of like getting a car getting the home that i want you know getting to the lifestyle I, that i want and the, the capital that will allow me to create other things i mean if there was no incentive to do that i'd just be like all right I'll well I'd, I'd also note that the the end goal of American consumers life is largely empty. And I think that's why Elon Musk has foregone a lot of those amenities. I don't know. I think, uh, I think he has a genuine interest in doing that stuff. Otherwise he wouldn't, he, it's, it would be a waste. And of I time. think that yeah, if, I'm sure if, he, if there was no financial it, gain, I feel like if he, yeah. when he sold PayPal, but then he, why does no, no, if wait, he wait, has wait, a genuine interest in doing it? Then why does he need financial gain? But the point is, is, is because if you work hard, you should be rewarded because it costs money. money okay. Yeah. So essentially when he sold PayPal, right, if he was told that the government is going to take the majority of his money, I mean, like now he couldn't have made Tesla. He couldn't have made SpaceX. He couldn't have done all of that, which literally is responsible for the massive gains in, you know, um, the space, not the space race, but, uh, you know, the te EV te technology, EV technology and the technological advances in the space industry. Those literally would not exist without Elon, Elon Musk. I mean, Tesla existed without Elon and the and what did EV it need? industry. What did it need? It needed money to continue. Tesla uh, yeah, needed an investor. It, yeah. it was going to fail without without Elon Musk. You, right? you know, space. We're talking. We're talking about a world in which those investments could have been made in uh, different, better EV technologies that were more socially or community oriented, right? And you don't know what that that world is. Well, and, I'm talking about this world. Huge, I'm talking what, about this world specifically. What, and like were those, what would have happened? What if, were those community or other orientated uh, EV technologies? Because mass transit. Last oh, okay. Well, you know, he, he has um, uh, provided um, what masquerades as a solution in giving uh, virtually everyone uh, a luxury vehicle. Um, that's an extremely expensive and time-consuming way of solving this problem that uh, is really only for the upper classes because most people won't be able to afford EVs even with the paltry know, credits that Congress cheap. has given us. Um, Teslas are pretty cheap, man. Plus, they give you like five to ten grand I back. I mean, I mean, I need, on, I need man. like average not only do I need car. like uh, a, a twenty thousand dollar EV, but I need it to not cost so many resources or involve so much mining around the world Dude, as well. But you have to understand how the world works, right? In order for him to want to invest in mass transit, he'd have to go against. The car companies, Metro, oil, the oil companies. companies. I, and then I he don't has to doubt that he succeeded all because the all of these other people lines. are incentivized to help him. But nevertheless, he is against us because our interest no, is mass but transit. That's my point. I, so. I, I agree with you that you know if we invested more in high speed rail and we in, in expanded mm -hmm. our railways, society would be a lot better. Mm -hmm. The lower class wouldn't be as lower class. Mm -hmm. But 
you're fighting an uphill battle against major companies that do not want to see them lose mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. and you're basically like discounting what he did and like the, the accomplishments. You're, yeah, he's you're kind of roping. I don't. Elon I Musk don't doubt that he accomplished a lot, and he has expanded a huge empire that has um, invested in EV technology and grown that industry and proven to the other car companies that like EVs work and that EVs have a role in the you know decarbonization effort, yeah. et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera, especially if we get to like um, self-driving cars and whatnot. But that didn't have to be our solution. But we could have worked on a different I solution. I think you're roping him in into the same group as those giant companies that you're that he was just mentioning, and they're two different things. Even then, I think you're still looking those at it through a socialist lens. You're people. still looking at it as a socialist lens of like what he should have done with his capital, where he did what he wanted to do with his capital. He didn't. He has no obligation to do what you want or what I want. Yeah. Or what right, he wants. which is the problem. It's no, not it's the problem not. because at the end of the day, it's his. At the end of the day, what happened out of what he did is he advanced the space industry. He advanced. Um, no, I'm, AI, sure, I'm sure he, he he's done a lot of great things, but you but, know those but, ne- those advancements no, 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 weren't necessarily the, contingent core, upon his involvement. What, what are you going to no, 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 do, no, no, do no, if you no, get a million dollars no, right no, now? No, right no, no, now. wait, just seriously. I'm going back to the core principle of like what I'm saying is that if you took away the simple incentive for him to do things, there the space industry would not be the same. AI would not be the same. Robotics would not be the same. Uh, the electric car market would not even be the same without him having control sure, over his own I, assets. But I don't have to have the state of those industries as it is now. I can have them in a different state that is also furtherant to my interests. I guess. Wait, say that again. I, you know, in 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 the in the socialist world uh, where we're continuing to invest in technologies because we all want better lives mm-hmm. um and we're all uh you know using our voices in that process um the solutions are different and more in line with the interests of the working class but they were how does that bro, bro, do, how is that stuff decided this, upon? look this this conversation Wait, a, demo- a, a democratic process okay and and not only that but a um uh, a representative democratic process do usually. you think things tend to get more complicated and take more time when it involves more people yes uh, I mean, yeah, but there's also a variety okay. of ways to reach that consensus. That so look, more. You, like right now, stop. No, no, wait, wait, oh, no, no, no. I'm you to stop. no. no the, so right, right now, um, there are uh, consensus-driven processes <sighs> that drive the economic decisions of these major companies through investors and boards. Mm-hmm. But the chief holders of that power are still investors and the financial uh, mm-hmm. elites, right? Um, so I'm not suggesting that we put it into the power of a single party authoritarian government. I am not suggesting that we put it into the power of like some mass democracy. I am just suggesting that those boards that are controlling these companies at the end of the day have more public representation in them and are um, uh, incentivized to um, not simply uh, drive the uh, short-term economic gains of the company and the financial markets, but to emphasize the um, well-being of the workers in society. Oh, I'm not opposed to that. The problem is that's just never that's not going to happen for any time soon. I don't know. I feel like America uh, treats its workers pretty much better than pretty much any other nation in the world. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I just feel like your critique on is it on other countries or is it on America? It's on it's on everybody, and we don't have the so best, in your ideal society. You know, what what should an Amazon worker who will eventually be replaced by a robot? Because again, it's it's simple sure. work. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like you're doing anything complex. Yeah. Um, 
What, well, you what know, should I, they be paid? Well, like, I really question that we need giant warehouses in which uh, they are running around and trying to deliver consumers goods that we may or may not actually need at high speeds. Um, so the, the, the socialist world is the one We don't where, need it, but people want it, so it's going to exist. Like, if, like the moment it was offered... People were like, oh, I mean, I people can have had a lot of days. things, but this was yeah. one decision that we made um, and the elites made and Jeff Bezos made um, uh, in order to rectify the problems that society ostensibly had. But, you know, it leads to more problems down the line. I don't know, man. I think overall, we're just going to have to come back to this because this is yeah. just getting sure. into a broader yeah, we can, argument we can about social topic topic question. And I can pee again. If yeah. you were given half a billion dollars, what would you do with it? Um, I'd give it all I, to the you government. Know, that that's that's one of the uh, problems we have is that there's really nothing for me to do but just buy a bunch of consumer goods, right? There's no system in place. In no, what would you, you could you create do. a company. Yeah. You could you know make a nonprofit. You could try to change society. And True. Yeah, but I I I, I need to. Um, I guess I would try to spend that money in order to develop the systems in which somebody with a half billion dollars can uh, direct it towards public goods. Yeah, and the way I'm, I'm really interested uh, in. Uh, um, new uh, cryptocurrency experiments mm. with direct government DAOs, for instance. Um, I think there's a lot of hope there, especially in open source projects that develop public goods. Um, there's one called uh, Proof of uh, Proof of uh, Participation, um, and uh, it's where there's a two-factor authentication, essentially, that you were at a certain place at a certain time. And they're using it to create a, um, a public uh, record of uh, people in the world, um, which has its ups and downs, right? Um, it's a public system of IDs that is um, interoperable, so it can have multiple different infrastructures tied into it. Um, and it's also uh, um, changeable so that um, you can have juries of your peers decide whether or not you're a real person or not or just a bot for instance mm -hmm. uh, so that if elon musk wants to change up twitter you know he'd use a system like this to make sure that there are no bots on twitter um and that misinformation um and and large actors are reined in in that way um so, so, so i have a lot of hope here that, that like have us be seen at all that at system all time is big being brother? designed um at heart with is that not big brother public interaction is that not big control brother? at its heart hold on no seriously is that not big brother it sounds to me like oh, it's like give, give me a rest with the 1984 uh parallels because that's that's a whole that's a whole another discussion so the tweet that got kanye suspended from twitter was uh he said i'm a bit sleep oh, hold on he said i'm a bit sleepy tonight but when i wake up i'm going defcon 3 on jewish people the funny thing is I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are all actually Jew also. You guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. Look, man, all I will say is uh, I, I think, think I, that I, where part of that comes, where that's coming from is that like, you know, Christianity and like part of that is There's the Jewish a, religion. And there is a, because I have, I know people in my personal life who have this sort of mindset. There is a whole thing about uh, black people being the original people and whatnot, and there being like the original Jews were black and blah 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 black blah. Black and brown, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Hebrew Hebrew Israelites and stuff like that. And essentially, um, a lot of those people also think that Jewish people 
run a lot of the entire like global economy isn't that what hitler said it's a pretty close yeah interesting yeah it's very interesting so yeah that part is uh unhinged everything else kanye was said like in the tucker carlson interview is like standard conservative stuff that i wouldn't think twice about that stuff however i'm like wow that's a i don't that's such a bad thing to say i'm coming for all the jews i'm going defcon 3 on jewish people yeah, not defcon 4 or 5 but 3 3 so like just before nuclear escalation it's really um or uh, not standard not, choice not of one words. or two but 3 so so he's so he's it's not um, standard it's a really weird choice of words he's he's going to mobilize his forces Kanye is being a. Uh, um, he's just an idiot. Let him let him do what he wants to do. Look, I. Kanye is going to be Kanye. He's going to do what he wants to do, and he can do a lot of the things he wants to do because he has a lot of money. I'm not going to pay an extreme amount of attention to it because it's just. At the end of the day, it's Kanye. Okay, like don't expect much. Okay, it is what it is. He's going to continue to have his outbursts. He's going to continue to support his ideologies. He's going to continue to to just go off and get suspended from Instagram. Because I think he got suspended on Instagram, too, mm-hmm. for his rants um, and the White Lives Matter stuff. So it's Kanye, bro. Stop expecting. Recently, you know, with Nuri Martinez, bro, it's just funny. Because even now, you know, the Democrats... And again, I'm, I'm an independent, but I'm, I'm saying this because the Democrats are shielding her from like what she did because she said racial sh- about black people. But you see that nowhere in the headline. Nuri Martinez said something made of racial slurs caught on video. Right. There was nothing that was like Nuri Martinez makes racial slurs about black people. That was like by and large, you know, out there. And the thing is, even for me, I was like, I don't really give a shit. Like, it's just another politician being corrupt, being a f- being an asshole like whatever it's it's expected until i actually read the article and i was like oh she was saying this stuff about black people you know and it's just crazy to me because it's like this is the all in, all intolerant left the all intolerant left that you know calls out the right all the time for being racist and being this and you know not caring about women and all kinds of stuff and it's like bro how many freaking people i mean we said this earlier in the podcast how many people on the democratic side have come out and done racist ass and it's basically looked the other way because they're democrats you know joe biden can get on tv and say if you don't vote for me you're not black and it's just like oh whatever it's like trump is just as racist as he is but we're not what's this what's the response you know what i mean nothing all all the stuff that came out about biden and all the racist he said it was like ah well trump's worse you know they're both racist another thing is that this is only out because someone leaked the audio Exactly. And this has been immediately delete, 20, well, not immediately. 20, this was almost a year. Was it a year ago? 2021 that this happened? Yeah. I don't, I don't know the exact date it happened. It was, remember. it was in October. It was in October. So it's, but, it's this thing of so, like, and then the, 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 the audio that was posted was deleted. Yeah. So now it's like, cause oh. they're trying to, they're trying to scrub it, but it's, 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 it's that too thing late of now. like, she's resigned, but I know she's resigned, but I just think it's that thing of like, you know, they really downplay, you know, a lot of the things that, I mean, know, yeah, I, this is not being plastered all over the place. Like it is like if let's say Ted Cruz or someone like that said something like, Oh this. yeah, definitely. If a, if a Republican city council member or governor or anything in any other state, you would hear about it. This racist Republican called this person, this, yeah. like she was referencing black people as monkeys. She was saying like, Oh, this, this district attorneys with the blacks, you know, like talking down on black people, yeah, yeah, I think making fun of someone's like son. 
him who's with the blacks and it's yeah. like man like i was like when i read the the headline i was expecting to, it to be the typical like uh whatchamacallit liberal racist where it's like people on the left who are super liberal tend to try to tell you or tell any minority on how to feel about specific things and if they don't they're kind of wrong or their feelings are invalidated but no this was like old school like 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 pretty much racial slur and I was like, oh, wow, that's a surprise. Yeah, and the thing is, like, again, like, <laughs> if you look at the advertising, if Trump had said the shit that she said, you best believe it would be in the headline. Oh, 100%. You best believe they would have put that shit in the headline. But for her, it's like, Nuri Martinez makes racial slurs about council member's son. That's it. Or it's so, like, Nuri Martinez resigns amid controversy. Exactly. And it's like, We're gonna he, do this he was making so comments about a white person's son, but nobody knows that his son is black. So they just think like, oh, she made some shit about a white person. She said some racist shit about a white person. She was talking about fucking black people. And she was talking to the other Hispanic council members about black people. And then her response is like, oh, you know, I was tired or I was, you know, worn, worn down and shit. That's just not like, an excuse. And that just means you're throughout the day when you're not tired, you're fighting to not say those things. Exactly. You're just fucking racist. And I find it funny because it's like, again, this is Los Angeles. And we had, um, I'd love to interview her. Come on the podcast. Neri. I highly, I highly doubt she would. Um, she's <laughs> just another person in this Los Angeles city council that had to resign or something happened where they had to leave. Cause I, I don't remember the, I, I don't want to misquote the name, but the black dude who's being investigated. Then you have Joe. Mark Ridley Thomas, Mark Ridley Thomas. Yeah. He was one of them. And then there was, uh, There's an ant on your microphone. There was the, the Hispanic guy, um, who got arrested for like a pay-to-play scheme in Los Angeles for the you know, oh, yeah, but that's a thing. Look, that's I don't understand. People don't know that that's such a normal. That's become normalized in LA. But politics. my but the point I'm making is that overall, these people have been corrupt like from the jump. Whether it be they're corrupt, they're racist. Like they they're wasting your tax dollars. Like I mean, I keep bringing it up on every damn podcast. Six billion dollars a year on homelessness, and to people that doesn't even like they don't even understand that number. It's like you go to any real estate person, mogul company, anybody, and they will tell you they could solve the fucking problem with $6 billion. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. And it's just like people just like, Oh, it's Democrats. Gavin Newsom. Who cares? He's doing great. Whatever. And it's just like, this is so agitating to me because it's like, this is just another Democrat showing her true colors being as racist as the right while at the same time telling you the right is, is worse. Yeah. It's, it's really not. Both of the options are pretty. It's exactly. More, it's like, it's, it's more about getting, getting in a politician regardless of the party who's like grassroots level who actually listens to their constituents. Cause there's that issue. They don't do that on either side to be quite honest. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, that's why I'm an independent because I don't think that all Republicans and all Democrats are bad. You know, I have, uh, Republican policies that I like and democratic policies that I like. And I want to overall see like people come together and, you know, actively make a change in our society, right. you know, but I know that there's racist people on both sides. I know that people on both sides are corrupt. I know that there's people on both sides that don't actually give a shit about people. Right. So it's just overall, like this is just showing it more and more. Yeah. Like it's just agitating that like even the freaking Hispanic people are against black people, man. And it's like, it's that funny thing about like how all like not all I won't categorize the whole Hispanic culture and Mexicans and Latinos, but it's like, bro, they've been saying the N word for forever and making jokes about black people and doing whatever. And it's just like that thing that anybody can be racist. Like it's the same reason why 
Asian Lives Matter lost traction because it was black people that were beating the out of Asian people. Oh yeah, there was a there's a lot of issues, especially like in the East Coast between like minorities, and uh, a lot of the crimes are perpetrated against Asian people during that movement were from black, but because Black Lives Matter was also a thing that was still going on at the time, they were like, "Let's that looks bad, so we're gonna not run that exactly. story." You saw the the lady who uh, there was a um, the Asian girl. Were you talking about her where she got, she was at a rally and she said that she was like, anybody can be racist. And they were like, whoa, wait, yeah, hold yeah. on there. No, there's a, they there's took a, her mic. a story that I had read on, um, where essentially this cop was saying he knows about how, like he was saying this, his friend works at a news station and that they pick and choose what stories they run. And they weren't talking about how, uh, during the Asian hate thing, uh, some like a deranged black guy pushed this a old Asian lady or older man into the railroad into like the railroad, into the tracks. railroad tracks yeah. and got ran over. But they focused on like a, a white or Latino dude who like pushed uh, who like shoved or tried to steal something from one. Yeah, but that's my point. Is they have to whenever they're talking about racism, they have to talk about white people because that's the narrative they want to like put it into the civil rights movement or whatever, and they want to like categorize all white people as bad and all this. And it's like anybody can be racist. Like I know black people that don't like Mexican people. Like it is what it is. You know, like there's racist people everywhere. Black, white, brown, green, yellow, red, whatever the f- bro. Anybody can be racist, man. And this is a prime example that a Democrat that is Hispanic can be racist too. Do you think people are going to actually want to see a change in this midterm and uh, next presidential election and vote third party? And war no. or just flip red no 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 if, if we had um you know a different voting system um like rank rank choice voting then like we would see third party but it's gonna definitely still be the same democrat republican republican mm-hmm. thing on a more like local level you might see more third parties get in um you know city council um mayor's races stuff like that you could see more third parties but it's definitely not going to be um at the top because once the republicans and democrats realize that they can lose power oh my god True colors, true true colors will come out. They'll be like, "Oh my God, we need to solve issues. We need to do things because, goddamn, we're about to lose a bunch of voters." Well, uh, with this new controversy, that's you know, with the whole Neri Martinez situation, do you think more people are going to start to realize that, like, oh wow, both parties really don't, really aren't? Nah, because I don't think that they're advertising it in the way that it should be. Like, it should be advertised in a way of she was anti-black. She said anti-black things. She was. Like again, it should be in the headline. She Mary said Martinez things, yeah. Like you know, saying talking about how his son is a monkey. Like if that was in the headline, you best believe they'd be coming out. You see, Black Lives. Where's Black Lives Matter? In court. No, but but my point is like, <laughs> whenever some shit happens, Black Lives Matter is like, look at these politicians, racist as hell. Look at these cops, racist as hell. This is a fucking Democrat who's not gonna she's not gonna get the the press that she deserves for what she's doing actually that's kind of culty isn't it yeah like behavior favoring your own yeah they're they're not gonna they're not gonna give as much press as they should for this and it's it's honestly heartbreaking because it's a prime example i mean it just goes to show the politicians and like uh, a lot of the media companies don't give about actually making change then then they don't even give about the people they're representing bro you represent black and brown people and you said some against black people like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Dumb. Hopefully, Dumb. this will be one of the things that can help make people realize that, oh, wow, the government really doesn't give a shit about me, and they're wasting all of our tax dollars. Just think about what Newsom says behind closed doors. I wonder. Oh, oh I, I mean, wonder. like, look, he was telling people when we had that heat wave, 
he put out a video of like, oh, hey, everyone, don't run your AC at these times in this in a sweater. <laughs> so like, it, it's very clear he does and not all, care. All or listen to his, and not yeah, for yeah me. he doesn't care. Yeah. And stupid. We'll see. 